Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hello, and welcome back to Gunfighter Life. As always, I am your host, Michael Melito. First and foremost, I'm a Christian. I don't apologize for it. God is number one. I want to recognize that in everything that I do, and this podcast is no different. In addition to that, I'll roll into a quick bio and into the topic. Grew up hunting and fishing and shooting in the southeastern United States. I joined the Marine Corps at 17. Did a couple of combat tours in Iraq. After my combat tours, I was an urban warfare instructor and desert warfare instructor for the United States Marine Corps under Mojave Viper. I also was in law enforcement. I worked for LAPD. I was a regular patrol police officer and I worked some more specialized assignments. I've also served in the United States Army, both full-time and part-time National Guard. I've been a private contractor for a three-letter government agency I won't specify. I've also been the commander of a tactical team in a large metropolitan area where our primary job was to stop active shooters. I've also been a professional big game hunter and guide, slaying all manner of beast from buffalo to elk. I've killed wolf and bear. I've also been blessed to win more competitions, more shooting competitions than I can remember, mostly in handgun, but I'm also... uh, Accomplishing rifle shooting as well. State rifle and pistol champion a few times over. West Coast regional champion. Blessed be the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Alright guys, with that, let's get into today's topic. Better know a cartridge. The 7x57. The 7x57, you may also know as a 7mm Mauser. Another pretty cool name but less common is a 275 Rigby. A lot of times when we think of Mausers here in America, we think of the World War II German Mausers, which is the 8mm. But a lot of people would just call this one the 7mm Mauser. we got to realize that Mauser was a massive producer of firearms for a lot of nations around the world. I couldn't even begin to list the amount of countries that they armed with bolt-action Mausers, but quite a few, and quite a few of them used the 7 by 57 Mauser we're talking about today. And not only is it a proven military round, it's quite an accomplished hunting round. Jack O'Connor, you might recognize that name as a pretty famous American hunter, he was a big fan of the 7x57. He later was one of the uh, big champions of the 270, but earlier in his career, as I understand it, he really was a fan of the 7x57. And quite a few exploits of successful African elephant hunters, quite a few successful hunts of theirs involved the 7x57, which we might think of as small for an elephant by today's standards, but from what I've read, quite a few elephants have fallen in the dust and given their death trumpet due to the 7x57 Mauser. It lends itself quite well to hunting, which I think is what has kept it going today. The 7x57 Mauser was developed way back in 1898 
from what my Hornady reloading manual says. It's a pretty modern cartridge. For one made in the 1800s, meaning it doesn't have a rim or anything like a 30-30. The Germans were really kind of the pioneers of that. And we kind of, wanted, whether we want to admit it or not, kind of borrowed some of their technology when we designed the 30-06. Or the 30-03 before it became the 30-06. And if you look at this case, you can kind of see why it's... If you just found the case on the ground and it wasn't stamped, you may think it was something else, a 30-06 or a 308 or something, if you weren't super familiar with dimensions. So it's a fairly modern case, even though it was designed in the 1800s. According to my Hornady Reloading Manual, it says it's only slightly less powerful than the 270 Winchester and the 280 Remington and the 284 Winchester. Now the original military loading as I understand it gives you quite a bit of that high sectional density which is good for penetration on large animals. The original military loading as I understand it was in the 170-ish something grain range, 175 or thereabouts. Which gives you a sectional density of 0.310. And sectional density, if that's too nerdy a term, just really means the bullet's ability to penetrate and its ability to penetrate well. But you can load it with lighter bullets as well if you want to, you know, do lighter things with it. You can, my Hordini reloading manual loads all the way down to 100 grain bullets, which would be great for varmint hunting or great for a lot of other things. 120... To 139, 250 something ish grain bullets are going to be great, especially for deer size game. Because even though that's a popular loading in, let's say, a 30 out 6 or a 308, because it's a 7 millimeter, it's going to give you higher sectional density and, and generally higher ballistic coefficient if it's apples for apples bullet, you know, geometry. If you have 150, let's say, 155 grain bullet in the 7 by 57 and the 155 grain bullet and a 308 the 7x57 is going to give you a higher sectional density and a better ballistic coefficient if they're both let's say probably a Hornady Amax or you know a burger bullet a burger hybrid bullet because it's smaller diameter which makes it longer which makes it penetrate both the air and flesh better so that 150-ish grain bullet range really great for you know medium-sized deer-sized game white-tailed deer mule deer Certainly you could take elk with it. I think if I was doing a dedicated elk load, I would step it up to 160-ish to 175-ish grain range weight. Depending on, you know, what your rifle likes. Your rifle may like a certain load. I would certainly pick what my rifle liked as long as it was suitable for the job. Shot placement, in my opinion, trumps most of the other stuff. Which ought to tell you that by the number of hunters that have used this cartridge in Africa to take elephants and other game. So what's its practical use and purpose today with all these other cartridges? 
Well, maybe you're the kind of guy that is into military surplus. You know, the 8mm German Mausers are kind of coveted and quite expensive nowadays. Or at least they can be. And the 7x57s, a lot of people prefer those to the 8mm Mausers. They're probably, if they're the same weight, going to be a softer shooter. They're going to be adequate for anything in North America game-wise. And you can usually get them like an Argentine Mauser or something like that for less cost. So if you want to do some some uh, just recreational shooting and just have and collect old military firearms, the 7x57 Mauser might be great for you. Or decades ago, it was kind of the thing to sporterize old Mausers because they were super cheap. And maybe you find one at a gun show that's been sporterized that somebody really put a lot of TLC into transforming it into a hunting gun. And maybe you just want something with some character. It'd be great for that too. Or maybe you want a new rifle. They still make plenty of new rifles chambered in this cartridge because got a, a lot of people really love it. It kind of has a one of those followings that people just really like. It's a mild recoiling, good, big game cartridge. So something like the Ruger Number 1. They still make that single shot rifle. And I think it's even labeled 275 Rigby. Kind of harkens back to like an African you know, hunting rifle. And you can still get those. Maybe you just want something different than, you know, a Walmart Remington 700, you know, 308, 30-06. There's nothing wrong with those. There's certainly nothing wrong with those. But maybe you just want something different. Maybe you want to find something in a gun show or used or on Gunbroker with a beat-up wood stock and some character in 7x57 Mauser. Maybe you want a brand-new, beautifully-blued, you know, wonderfully finished Ruger number one and 275 Rigby. Maybe that's your thing. Maybe that's your style. Maybe you just have a soft spot for the classic old war horses like the 4570 or a 3040 Crag or 7x57 Mauser. With that, guys, I hope you've learned something about the 7x57 Mauser. I hope this podcast has been helpful. If you like this content and want to support it, please consider going to goodshepherdtraining.com. You can scroll down at the bottom. There's a link for Patreon. Again, it's goodshepherdtraining.com. If you like this podcast, you may also like the Alpha Male podcast. And if you care about the really important stuff, Simple Man Sermons, the preachings of a simple man called by God to share the good news of Jesus Christ. If you want to contact me, if you have any questions or anything like that, Again, goodshepherdtraining.com. With that, guys, I'll say thanks and have a blessed day. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>